This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. on his endless summer night tour i love richard marks <laughs> damn it he's is he so, okay he's, he's fine he's, he gets skinnier every time i he's see him he's very thin isn't he okay yeah. i thought that was just me no he's wasting away for summer <sighs> the man needs to eat a sandwich throw him a carb he's, he's uh, with that hot young lady he gotta stay thin i guess is I is uh is richard marks okay okay <laughs> He's uh, feeling 100% great and healthy. Looking forward to all that's still to come, including the release of his new memoir. What? And getting back out on the road with Daisy Fuentes. Yeah, that's. Hey, a memoir? A memoir. I'm totally about it. Did you say a memoir? What? Memoir? What's it called? It's called. Uh, Don't. It's called. Uh, Mitch McConnell, are you there? It's cool. No, I can't say what I, I can't say what I want to say. No, I'll get in trouble. In this new age of touchy feely, I can't say what I want to say. It was a uh, yeah. I can't, no, I'll forget. Anyways, what's going on? Um, yeah, it's gonna be gross today. Uh, I think I had a real feel of 103 on my. What? what? Is that yeah. all for Richard Marks? Uh, what was the endless summer nights? It's the summer song. <laughs> I thought something bad happened to him. No. Oh man, I got all excited. <laughs> I thought, I thought like Daisy Fuentes was going to do, do uh, Sports Illustrated or something. I'm like, what's happening? Finish the story. No, but there's a heat advisory today. Is there a new record? Eight. What's he doing? God, calm down. Uh, heat, in, heat index value is up to 103. Oh. Uh, yeah, so you know the drill here. Well, now let's get into the Richard Marks here. There's a new single out called Same Heartbreak. Let's give it a listen. Here we go. Oh, Love Richard. Oh. Oop. I'll try to play His it on YouTube. His hair is fantastic. Let me try YouTube here. Oh, we got to listen to a little commercial about. Is this a cruise ship? This is the icon of vacation. Oh, my God. Look at that. That's a floating disease right there. All right, here we go. Same heartbreak, different day. Richard Marks. That's the thing about Richard Marks. You always get Richard Marks. Nothing weird. Consistent dick. His voice sounds kinda got amazing. It's like got like a, like a 60s throwback to it. I like that. How you take a, heart and bruise it. a little doo woppy thing going on here. Magic 90. Lynette's dropping her panties right now. <laughs> Good, another pair for me to take home. Uh, <laughs> this is my Lynette room. Come on in here and sniff the panty. Pictures of Lynette for wallpaper. <laughs> Don't do it too much. <laughs> Same panty, different day. Hello. All right. So there's Richard Marks. All right, that's a, that, that works out for me. That'll work for me just fine. What's this memoir? Stories to tell a memoir. Let me see what we got here. 
Oh, it's a, it's an, uh, is it an audio? I get to listen to it. Yeah. Stories to tell. It is well, book and album now available. There you go. And then uh, the album's all remastered. Oh man, that satisfied record. That was so good. That came out. Oh my god, I still remember when that record came Hell out. Hell yeah, it was great. Okay, it don't um, mean nothing. God, that was like uh, that was like freaking eighty eight, dude. That came out. I remember because I was in second grade, and really, I, were you aware of? Yeah, my folders that were Richard Marks folders. Wow. It was so one of them was pink, like hot pink and black tiger stripe with a picture of him, like the one leaning up against the wall. Do you remember that one? Yeah. And his jean jacket. And then the other one was just his head. Yeah, totally. And it went in my trapper keeper. Yeah, he was a pinup guy. There's no doubt about it. He was gorgeous. Oh, my God. I listened to him nonstop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I learned how to play... He one of like, his songs, I can't remember which was, one, but I learned how to play it on keyboard. He, was, he reminded me of like James Dean early on when he was, you know, it's just the the, the one guy music. Yeah, it just it was just him. Good looking guy making great songs. Um, right here waiting. That's what I learned on keyboard. Right here waiting. There yeah, go. dude. Oh my goodness. Gracious. I know. Imagine if Richard Marks uh, would go on tour with Lamb of God. Dude. Well, why not? You got Brantley Gilbert with Five Finger Death Punch. I know. Well, and Richard Marks, so he's worked with Devour the Day. Remember that story of uh -huh. them going to Richard Marks' house, tiny dog. Um, but yeah, he's a huge influence in the industry all across the board. He's a great songwriter, and he's... Lamb of God opening for Richard Marks at the Annex. <laughs> Just kill me. I'll, I'll <laughs> die of happiness. We'll call it Lamb of Richard. And, uh, God, hey, look at this uh, website store with Richard Marks stuff. Hoodies. Oh, dude. God, that, how does he get better looking? I know. His hair is perfect. I don't think that's, I don't think it's plastic surgery. I don't think he's had any at I think, all. I think he's just, he's got the gift. Yeah, I know. Maybe he's had plastic good surgery, jeans, or I just think. a little, just a little light photos. There's some kind of filter in there, but man, that's good. If I was gay, let me tell you something. Yeah, everybody's a little gay. Well, I uh, like to think of myself as the most heterosexual man on the radio. But I know you do. You go ahead. Okay. Oh, he's got a record called The Vault. Mm-hmm. As uh, a limited edition vinyls featuring early Richard Marks demos before he's got his first record deal. Wow. Dude, yes. See, now that's... Uh, Watch th me dive into obscure Richard Marks. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like it's just him sitting there starting and stopping songs for two hours. Nah, that's crap. <laughs> uh, uh, totally. I was trying to find how many. May I buy you a Richard Marks coffee mug for the Christmas season? Yeah. All right. That would be amazing. All right. Count on it. Uh -uh. All right. Let's see. Awards. Holy. If I can find a Richard Marks snow globe. I I know, Dude. I know. Breathe, <laughs> breathe. That would be so cool. Wow. Okay. Anyway, can, uh, can you can you uh, regale us with a little song from Richard Marks? You want me to sing? Yeah, yeah. Just whatever. I mean, it's like riding a bike. Just jump on that horse. Jump on that don't horse. Don't make me do that. Just try it once. Don't I need music? No, you don't. Just yes, I do. Give me the gift of acapella. I know you can do it. No. I feel like Richard Marx is reaching out and touching you in your very special place.
This is going to be bad. And by special place, I mean a thumb in your butthole. Go ahead. Give me a shot. Is that a thumb or binoculars? I can't. Just, just try it once. Give me PZ2. This, this is all about you having some confidence. <laughs> Dude. I, so two days ago, you told me to never sing again. Uh, well, that was different. <laughs> that was a hard song. This one, this one, this one's from the heart. Okay. This is from the heart. All right. Here we go. Good luck. Oceans apart. Wow. Day after day. Don't wow me. Wow. And I slowly go insane. I hear your voice. On the line But it doesn't stop the pain I can't do it anymore, that's all bad But how can we say forever Oh, that's a good note Wherever you go Whatever you do I will be right here waiting for you I a better singer than you are. I will be right here waiting for you. Oh, yeah, buddy. Man, that is uh, that is awesome. Is it? <laughs> for you, it is. Was he your favorite ever? Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. It's real. Man, your phases are just psycho. <laughs> it's true. Is yeah. he the first, like, uh, you know, hero of yours? Uh, he was my like the Musically, first artist I mean, that I yeah that I was. I think like, was oh, your no. first hero. I think mine was John Wayne. Oh man, my first. Hero. I didn't know music until much later. Any hero, music, acting, neighbor. Probably Shira. Creepy uncle. What do you? Who? Shira. Shira. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shira. Oh yeah, I might have went Johnny Quest actually on that. Shira and the Princess of Power. Or uh, uh, Scooby Doo. Yeah, dude. Something you can relate to when you're five. Something like that. My whole life, I'm going to drive around in the mystery machine and pick up chicks. Yeah, See, I, was, I wasn't I was far off. <laughs> right. I was not far off from where I needed to be. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Uh, world records. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, some of these are pretty great. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so here we go. Northern Ireland musician attempted to recapture a Guinness World Record by playing the drums for more than 150 hours. That's impressive. It's pretty cool. But but uh, can you just, is this, wait, wait. <clears throat> is that playing the drums? It looks like, no. Or do you have to play the drums? Um, I think he's just playing it, playing it. That's kind of cool. Because it looks here like he's playing hardcore. His name is Alistair Brown, which is a pretty cool name. It's a good name. 45 years old, started his attempt at the record for longest drumming marathon by an individual on July 16th. And he completed his project uh, Saturday after surpassing his goal of 150 hours. Brown who has held the record twice in the past, was attempting to beat the current record of 134 and 5 minute, which was set by Canadian Steve Gall in 2015. Brown dedicated his record to his partner, Sharon Deegan, who died from pancreatic cancer in January 2021. The attempted uh, raised money for a Northern Ireland charity dedicated to pancreatic cancer awareness. 
and Mind, uh, which is a mental health charity. Are you guilting me into a stupid world record? Pretty cool. You know who? You know who should break that record is uh, Shane Hawkins, because he's young and he could probably sit there for mm-hmm. five hundred hours and mm-hmm. bang away with his wild hair. Just bang away. An Ontario Canada couple ate spicy peppers and then kissed for more than 15 minutes to break the Guinness World Record for longest habanero pepper kiss. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Never heard of such a thing. Right. Okay. Uh, Mike and Jamie Jack ate a habanero pepper each and then had to start kissing within 30 seconds to comply with the Guinness World Record rules. Oh, man, those lips. You just want to so hot. dump some milk on it. And then, like, think about it. When you, when you eat spicy food and your nose runs and stuff. Yeah. So they're just snotting all over each yeah, other, some, lip lock. Some people are kind of a uh, hot pepper resistant, so you just wonder if they're Yeah. if they're just really They up, held their kiss for 15 minutes, 6.5 seconds. I think it'd be cool if they vomited in each other's mouth because of the hot pepper problem. That is a I think you got to find that porn on the dark web, dude. <laughs> Or uh, Lance's phone, I guess I I could go there. The couple set their goal at 15 minutes because they're going to be celebrating their 15th anniversary. That's a pretty pretty, pretty special there. That's so nice. Doesn't that just... My name is Habanero. Johnny Habanero. We're foreigner heavy today, dude. Frickin' Lou, man. A little time to think things over. I better read between the lines. Lou Graham alive? Feel I, I, I feel like I ask every time we play a foreigner clip. Is Lou Graham still alive? No. I know he's got brain problems. Don't we all? <laughs> he's got worse brain problems. Bring it down. He didn't like the fact that uh, Foreigner was touring without more original members. He actually spoke out about that. Yeah. He's like, you can't call yourselves Foreigner. There's nobody left. We Fiveiner. So stupid. Well, I think Mick Jones was playing guitar, and then I think he bailed. Yeah. Right? Or is this their goodbye tour? This might be the one where Mick bails, and then they shut it down. But, I don't know. Yeah, Lou Graham didn't like that. I didn't blame him. No. I get it. Might as well hire a YouTube karaoke singer and go on tour. Anyway, uh, the hubby, I guess he has several world records for eating spicy peppers. Uh, Jamie Jack said she practiced for the record by eating a habanero every day for a month. Her butthole will never forgive her. (laughs) The couple said practice is extremely important uh, for setting the record. Make sure you can handle the heat of the peppers before attempting a record like this. What would that sound like? You don't want to throw up into someone else's mouth. What would that sound Directly like? a quote. What? I'm never going to forgive you. That's the butthole talking. Pray, pray. Stop being cool in the room. I'm never going to forgive you. I would tell you, your butthole will be a little floppier. <laughs> and then it sounds, well, maybe my butthole has a great voice. <laughs> hey, could you cool it with the habanero? <laughs> Things are getting a little extra spicy down here. Hey, everybody. That, that sounds about right. Man, that's a good sounding butthole. <laughs> yep. Okay, I have one more. Yes. 
This is in Iowa. An Iowa man with more than 250 Guinness World Records to his name. Oh, here we go. We know this guy. This guy's a... David Rush. Crazy man. Attempted to recapture one of his previous titles by balancing a guitar on his forehead for one hour, 46 minutes, and 34 seconds. That's pretty good. David Rush originally held the record for longest duration balancing guitar on the forehead in 2017 when he kept the musical instrument in place for more than 10 minutes. He then recaptured the record in 2021 with a time of one hour, 24 minutes. Jeez. The record was broken in August 2021 by Christian Roberto Lopez Rodriguez, who balanced his guitar for one hour, 38 minutes, and 14 seconds. Rush's latest attempt ended in being submitted to be uh, the Guinness World Records for official recognition, so we're just waiting on it. Yeah, a little gimmicky, but I guess, I mean, I don't know. Some of He's these, the guy who tries to break all the records. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I mean, have you ever tried balancing anything in your head? Oh, yeah. Have, Not on my forehead, though. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like stuff balance on my head? Yeah. All kinds of stuff. Books, and I tried to do well, like a- Well, a book is different. A low, low center of gravity. Try to do a bucket? No. Have you, have you ever tried a guitar- no. Okay, because you can't do it. Have you tried a guitar? No, because I can't do it. Yeah. No. Um, if it's an electric guitar, that little thing on the bottom, there's like that little... I'd rather have, him, uh, have a guitar on his head while he's solving a Rubik's Cube mm-hmm. and walking on a tightrope. It was an acoustic guitar, <laughs> and he had it balanced from... so. The body of the guitar is actually up. He's balancing the end of the neck oh, on his forehead. Okay. Which is not how I would think it would be done. Right. You'd think it'd be you'd want it bottom heavy. Yeah, you'd think you'd want it the other way around. Yeah. That looks even harder, actually. Right. I'm all that impressed. mass, all that mass up there. That's pretty good. All right. Well. Uh okay, I like it. I'm gonna let that I'm gonna approve of that one, dude. I like yep. it. We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. The little person actor uh, Dylan Postel uh, upset with Hollywood for not using people from his community in the new Snow White and Wonka movies. Uh, like in Wonka, an Oompa Loompa will be played by Hugh Grant using special effects. Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. saw that. Which that movie looks horrible, by the way. So here's here's Dylan uh, talking with Pierce Morgan. Now we're not only using CGI and spending extra money and and funding for these movies when we could just cast dwarves in that role. Now you're taking at least one role away or multiple roles away for Oompa Loompa characters. That's what they were in the past. So, Roles in Hollywood in you general. You say that with a straight really face. It's hard for people no. of my community to no. get besides the elf and the leprechaun and this and that. So why are they being taken from my community? Do you know what the difference is between a uh, dwarf and a midget is? Very little. Oh, stop. Uh, well, that was like... People were mad at Brendan Fraser for uh, his movie, the what was it, the whale, and because he wore a fat suit, and they thought that fat actors should have been oh. casted for it. Oh, okay. Um, well, so look, it's kind it of is... that same thing where it's like they're they're not wanting certain actors to have those roles, right? 
but that's kind of how Hollywood but I, works. The problem, the problem that I don't think he's recognizing. I saw the uh, trailer for the Willy Wonka, and that Chalamet kid, man, just about dozed off watching that kid act. Um, the problem dwarf guy has, is that proper? I'm not trying to be an ass. Um, that, yeah, well, he said dwarves. Okay, that's what I thought. But the problem he has is they wanted um, a a famous face. They wanted a recognizable right. character. Right. So your argument, I get the, the essence of his argument, but that, that's not what they were going for. They have a big budget, and they can spend money on making Hugh Grant a dwarf. Right, and that's always going to be they're going to want. Yeah. I mean, what a, a, a no non record. It's more funny knowing who the midgety guy is. That's what makes that funny, right? He's mad. They're mad. The community's mad. Not sure. Like, wouldn't it be more funny if you had mad like little people? If you, <laughs> if you had like a like a Tom Cruise midget over a midget you can't recognize. That's funny. I'd rather take the little person I do not recognize. <laughs> Thank you. Nothing to no time. Like an Elon Musk, his dumb big head oh would, would make a great thing on a midget body. Well, I mean, that's funny. You know, so he, he's arguing they're not getting roles. Well, what what are you going to do once it's all AI generated? Well, right, and 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 by the way, we're not even talking about acting ability. I mean, Hugh Grant can still you still have to be able to act, right? So you've got that. So strike two, right? I don't know. I don't know either. I, don't, I mean, I'm trying to be sympathetic to the guy, but he's missing some points. I I agree with you 100%. 100%. And you, as a midget, would crack me up. Thank you. I think. Suck some helium and talk to me. They don't all have super high voices. Well, they do. Oh, my. Don't know now. Don't know. We're going to end this before we offend literally everybody. Hi, how's it going? So uh, Ryan Seacrest was busy for the movie? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, that son of a bitch. Nice. <laughs> One role Ryan Seacrest did not get was the midget role. Mm. I'm shocked. Hi, how's it going? I guess we need to cast real space aliens to play space aliens in well, movies now. Right, well, and that's, there, the, there, that's there, where there it go. goes, right? Yeah. Like It's kind of a silly argument. Yeah. St- you still got to be able to act and or have like like uh um what's his name Dinkle Dinkleman Dinklage Dinklage I love that dude that dude can act his effing ass mm-hmm. off now there's a guy if anybody ought to be mad it ought to be that guy um yeah so he also spoke out against Dinklage I guess of course he did. Mm-hmm. He's the angry midget. Oof. Why don't we just have a movie called The Angry Midget? And he just goes around and terminates everybody. He just so, kicks him. He kicks everybody in the shin until they bleed to death. So, yeah, here we go. Uh, he also expresses disappointment in the lack of dwarves in the Snow White remake, a story that traditionally includes seven dwarves. Uh, Doc, sleepy, dopey, grumpy, happy, bashful, and sneezy. Right? However, the live-action version of the classic Disney film won't feature seven dwarves, but rather six non-dwarves and one dwarf. <sighs> mm-hmm. So, 
They're, uh, I don't. He's running out of work and he's mad. Yeah, oh, sure. A lot of people are going to be mad, like you said. Right. But, but he's, uh, I don't know why the, the, they're mad all the time. <laughs> they are little. They don't. Well, they are. They're just, they're, they're short-tempered. They're just, they just seem angry at the cards they were dealt. I don't, I'm just spitballing here. I don't know. I would have thought that there, I mean, yeah, are you pigeonholed into roles like the leprechaun and whatever else? Well, yeah, yeah but yeah. aren't those kind of your bread and butter? But like, then, but then, like I was, I think a bad Santa, right? You know, and the the elf and how that was like the one time a year he made a mad stash of cash. And then on the other side of that, think of seven-foot-tall basketball players or actors. It's not right. like they get a ton of gigs. Right. They're too damn tall. Total. What about the Siamese they, twins? Talk, talk about pigeonholed. Siamese twins. They ain't getting a lot of roles. Zero roles for two-headed people. Twin Falls, Idaho, one role. Really? Yeah. Remember the sisters with the two heads attached to one body? I don't see them banking anything. Right. They ought to be mad. Everybody's mad. I don't know, man. Well, it's how are you going to argue that? Oh, whatever. Find another profession then, I guess. Go to work at the Amazon warehouse in Cottage Grove. I don't know what to tell you. You're working on the lower shelves. Yes. <laughs> Hello? Hey, there was like a, I forget what it's called. It was Under the Rainbow. There's a bunch of uh, dwarfs in that one. It was like a, a spoofer behind yeah. the scenes of Wizard of Oz. I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. There was a whole bunch of little people in that one. Yeah, I think I do remember that. I, uh, I kind of miss those movies. You know, the the CG dwarf and the, the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka was kind of creepy. Uh, you know who, who I always like was that uh, who was that uh, was he in that Tom Thumb movie that that uh, black guy? He was a shorty. What was he in? That famous. Black midget. I can't remember what movie he was in. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Bushwick Bill. I can't keep it all straight. Your mind's playing tricks on you, man. I can't keep it all straight, Dave. But no, the the most famous little guy is Dinklage, no doubt about it. He's a hell of an actor. He really is good. The the Willow guy. And maybe that's who I'm, is that who I'm thinking about? Is it like the movie Willow? Cox guy or something? Or was that Bad Santa? That's the guy I'm thinking of. I can't think of his okay, name Willow, either. Okay, Willow is Warwick Davis. There you go. And then he's good. Yeah. And then the the what was the the troll movies? They had a couple of dwarves in them. The old the '80s troll movies. Well, Vern Troyer died. I remember him. He's dead. He died a couple of years ago. He was fantastic. And yeah, us, that's us, too bad with him. He he died pissy because nobody could. See him as anything yeah. but mini me. Yeah. But well, whatever. I mean, he had it made, man. He was in a franchise. He was great. You might as well embrace it if you're going to get typecast. Well, Look at Pee Wee Herman. Sure. Absolutely. You know, what else is he going to do? Right. Right. But exactly. Pee Wee Herman. So stay. Stop jerking in movie theaters and embrace the role. Right. Get right. better actor. Maybe you get the part. There you go. Thanks, bud. Have a good one. See, now that man brought some common sense yeah dude to an uncommon conversation Oof. hello so this weekend i was 
has bacon. I was watching the Wolf of Wall Street or that scene in the oh. beginning. little people with the dartboard. <laughs> Dude, it's one of my favorite scenes in there. They had a- in a in a canceled culture, how in God's name is that still acceptable? Um, it's funny as hell. It's one of the. How is that? It, it's one of the best. I would play it. But I don't. Uh, There's going to be swear words. Because they were talking about paying to throw little people and what it would take. And and I think it's so full of F-bombs, I can't even play it. You can't play anything from that movie. No. that's a No, but it's an amazing movie. Oh, my God. It it's a great like movie. That you guys would do like 20 years ago. Yeah, and I know. But you would do it it with your fan base, which is like 12, but it would still be fun. Yeah, the Wolf of Wall Street uh, midget throwing conversation is is one of the the key scenes uh, in that movie. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and Dee. J.J.O. We had another, the EAA, of course, uh, wraps up, I think, this weekend, isn't it? Is this it? This is a big one. I think they had the uh, U-2 spy plane fly over the other day. Huh. How'd that happen? I See, you're not supposed to be able to see that thing. Oh. I thought it was supposed to be invisible. Don't look at me like I know anything about planes. Uh, Have you ever flown on a plane? I've sat in a plane while it was flying. Well, then you're qualified. (laughs) Tell me about the U-2 plane. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I think I'm underqualified oh. for this conversation. I'm going to bow out. Okay. There you go. Well, you can't bow out because you're part of the song. You're part Damn of the it. tragedy. <laughs> you got to cop in on this. <laughs> so this is uh, uh, this is called "Wreck of Ed's Old Homemade Airplane," sent to the Edmund Fitzgerald. This is about a guy that uh, flew to AAA and didn't quite made it. Hey, I'm not hammering anymore. I guess. I, I've got my own problems over here. Leave me alone. I want to go to AAA. Let me go to AAA. Maybe I, maybe I. See, that's God working in mysterious ways. I went to the plane show and got sober. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Jesus, just sing the song. All right. All right. Here we go. This is a song about uh, some homemade airplanes and uh, tragedy. Uh, you got to point to me when it starts because I never remember how it goes. Conductor over here. Are you ready? What are you doing? The legend lives on from old Oshkosh on down of the air show, some call Demo Derby. The EAA never gives up her dead when her kit plane explodes without mercy. Okay, I was off there a little bit. God, told you. God damn it. This song, this is, let me try it one more time. You wanted the karaoke version? I got to slow down a little bit. I may have left the whole verse on. All right, I'll try it one more time. This is it, I promise. I'm going to plow right through. I got it. All right. The legend lives on from old Oshkosh on down of the air show. Some call it demo derby. Pause. The EAA never gives up or dead when your kit plane explodes without mercy. There it is. Ah, you got to fall in the rhythm, bud. Yep. Old Ed was the pro. Can I sing? <laughs> Jesus. All right. No. No, you can't. <laughs> Old Ed was the pride of Chicago's north side, getting ready to fly to old Wisconsin. His homemade planes go, it was crappier than most. With 10-year-old duct tape, well-seasoned. 
Okay, there I'm you go. I'm trying to stick to the integrity yeah, of the song. You got to take a pause. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. I couldn't agree more. All right. <laughs> Ed built that old plane back in 2005 from a website called Planes You Can Build in One Hour. Later that day, when the oh. vibration came, if he turned back, would he be called a coward? Back on train. The, the wind in the wires made a tattletale sound as the duct tape peeled off the rudder. As every man knew, and the captain did too, was the witch of Oshkosh. He's a goner. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he's getting it now. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it starts going downhill. He was... He was at 3,000 feet, flying over Johnson Creek. No! When he realized it was too late to turn back. (laughs) It's 7 p.m., the main airframe caved in, and the good place and pilot were in peril. Later that night, when his tiny light went out of sight, came the wreck of Ed's old homemade airplane. Called the interlude, as yeah. we were saying. <laughs> Everybody, take a bathroom break. We'll be right back. It's a very long song. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now we're gonna. Uh, here's where it gets uh, bad for you, uh, dude. Okay. That's fine. Does anyone know where the love of God goes? I have to fast forward. Here we go. Start over. Does anyone know where the love of God goes when crashing and screaming turns minutes to hours? The FAA says he would have made Oshkosh today if he just put another hour behind her. Floating in her pool, the biatch did float. As she looked up and saw the crash coming. <laughs> the last thing she thought as it chopped off her legs was, oh my God, I can't even. He's no Sully. <laughs> gonna be in the Hudson. <laughs> We're gonna be in the pool. We're gonna be in, We're gonna be in the Coleman. We're gonna be in the Coleman. <laughs> We're gonna land in a cooler. <laughs> All right, now I gotta skip to the sad last part. Oh, not her dying. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> no, she's, she's freaking toast. My legs. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up. Where's the, uh, where's the, uh... <laughs> Where is the, <laughs> Just keep going and tell us where's the back of it. All right, I'm just going to do it. In a musty old hall, an old Oshkosh, they pray, in the homemade airplane cathedral. The church bell, it rang. It rang, it rang just one time for the biatch. Killed by Ed's old crappy built airplane. <laughs> you have to die in every story. From now on, every time I write Edmund Fitzgerald, you meet a grisly demise. I love it. All right. So. I love the plan. Right, and we buried Ed in your Coleman cooler. That's he's gonna he's gonna be out in the garage for a year before we get around to burying him. Bastard. Man. Have a whole other song. Oh my god. Song, songwriting. Saw, it is hard. hard. It is a hard business, dude. It is a hard business. We got a text. 
what is this? Kill your listener karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Um, all right, now have you ever heard about brushing? Like online brushing, Amazon? Any of that? No, I don't know anything about it. Okay, that's where brushing is where online sellers send out stuff to random addresses so mm-hmm. they can boost their sales and get five star reviews. Ah. So you're you get stuff for free, which can be pretty cool, but it can also be kind of a headache, you know. A woman in Virginia named Cindy Smith recently received more than one hundred packages from Amazon. She didn't order any of it. It wasn't cool stuff, like, you know, a new ninja frying pan or, like, a new set of Bluetooth headphones. No. She's received 1,000 headlamps, 800 glue guns, and a bunch of binoculars. Oh. Yeah, weird, huh? Kind of like that. So she, the binoculars? Yeah. What are you going to do with them? Well, are they good binoculars or are they little cheap uh, binoculars? I don't know. Binoculars are expensive as hell, dude. I know they are. If you go out to Dorothy Carnes Park in that old uh, Jefferson County, and you go over to the bird watching deck, uh-huh. there are community binoculars you can use. Really? Yeah, but you should probably wipe them off because yeah. I'm sure some you get red some, eye. Some douche put it in his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor. So I've got some bad news. I believe. The eyepiece of your binocular was in an anus. <laughs> Somebody just out there. We ran a DNA scan on the eyepiece, and uh, there's fecal matter on the eyepiece. What is wrong with you? You just defiled bird watching, for Christ's sake. The last bastion of peace and quiet. Trust no one, dude. <laughs> Trust no one. Is that guy copping a squat? Has he got a cramp? Oh, my God. He's sitting on a pair of binoculars. Who thinks that? Who just sits down and says that? Wow. Oh, my God. You're not well, dude. You are not well. Whatever. Well, here's the community binoculars. You are trusting. Do you see the people around us? Yes. You're trusting that nobody would be like, ha I'm going to give somebody pink eye. Like, come on. Man, never crossed my mind. <laughs> Not going to lie. And I'm a sick F, uh, but I've never got there. Anyway. All right. Um. Okay. Now, uh, I, now every time I see a bird today, <laughs> you're like, man, that reminds me of that time I got pink eye. <laughs> Cindy reported it to Amazon. And they're like, we don't think it's brushing. I think it's another scam where a foreign vendor will send overstock and return merchandise oh. to a random person because they have to remove it from Amazon's warehouses. So rather than paying the money to ship it overseas, they just ship it to some poor sucker. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's almost like the, the, the Super Bowl t-shirts that get shipped to Africa. Right, right. So she's trying to give away the merch to anyone she can. Family, friends, random people at the BK. She doesn't want anything to go to waste, but it is a lot of stuff. I would assume that isn't there like some sort of camp for kids or something? You could probably give away a lot of them headlamps and glue guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. You and know. then the kids can stick the glue gun up their butt. <laughs> <laughs> and no, er- dude. Everybody, everybody's. Uh, <laughs> 
And the frying pan. Wonder what did you say? Frying pan. The ninja frying pan. Oh, the ninja frying pan. That Farberware, you know, has that ceramic coating with that uh, silicone. Oh, no. It's got that silicone polyester on it. No, I did it. It's badass, dude. Um. So anyway, do we want to hear from Cindy Smith talking about her massive packages? It's a lot of packages. <laughs> I didn't order them. A lot of people told me I was weird. You know, I would drive around with headlamps and glue guns in the car. I gave them to everybody I met. All my neighbors got glue guns or headlamps. I mean, I gave them to dog shelters, to um, veterinary clinics. Sure. I went to Burger King one day. I'm like, I have a gift for you. She could start the glue gun museum like the mustard museum. <laughs> Dude, yes. Like all of the... The bobblehead museum. Glue guns. All right. Well, uh, good luck, lady. So, that is a lot of glue guns to unload. It's a weird story. Hi, how's it going? Hey, D, if uh, Johnny uses those binoculars out there at Dorothy Carnes Park, uh, he's colorblind. He's not going to get pink eye. He's going to get brown eye. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What am I thinking? You know this. God damn it. <laughs> can't, why can't we have anything nice? <laughs> Uh, they got a lot of a lot of animals, a lot of dogs out there too. So you just beware; it might be uh, lawn sausage that you're stepping in. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right. Th- thanks. Yep. He's right. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, six till ten a.m. on ninety four one JJO, or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but J.J.O.